0: hey hey everyone this is dan the gm bringing you episode 142 and seeing it's a two that means there's another podcast that you should be listening to this one's a little different we did a promo swap so i'm gonna shut up and let this trailer speak for itself.
1: Welcome to the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me as always is Aaron. What up, what up? Each week, we'll explore the classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a little comedic twist. We will ask those important questions like, why don't they get out of the haunted house the first time they see the ghost or the demon? Why do people feel like, hey, there's been a spooky disappearance, but I'm going to investigate myself, even though I have no investigative background? Or, why didn't I realize I was dead the whole time? These important questions and many others we will get to the bottom of. So check us out each week at the podcast that wouldn't die.
0: Be there or be square. That's right, my friends. You just heard there. quick little promo trailer if you want to get in contact with them or if you want to catch their show you can find them on the twitterverse at t podcast t w d i d that's right all those links and more will be down in the episode description so if you catch them in the twitterverse let them know that you found them through what the dice now enjoy this week's episode It is late afternoon as we stand on the dock. Our eyes closed as we feel the hard winds coming off the ocean, listening to the waves crash around us. It's nice and peaceful, though the winter chill is still clinging like an adventure gone wrong. We breathe in the salt air once again and we smile as the storyteller's voice comes from behind us. Well, 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 me
1: friends, it seems as if it's not just I who enjoys the sting of salt after a long winter. Hmm. The adventurers, they are deep within the bowels of the ocean. An unforgiving, uncaring element, water. But the adventurers, they are one step closer into breaching her waves and being free from her icy grips. They are in an admin and given the task to go deep into the Miranda and solve their strange computer problem. The Fibulous, of course, is very well on board. The adventurers must go down deep. And deal with this problem with the promise of turrets won't hurt you the adventurers must hold true to their deal sit feel the ocean air and hear me tale
0: in the last episode Y'all had a chance to deal with the scientist and the administrator, who is a hordy torty elf who talks like she doesn't belong here. Da? Da. And as you were given your mission to go get some power to some machinery, the scientist that spoke to you earlier in the Miranda kind of gave you some information and a gun to help you use the chemicals without risking uh, addiction. After the enforcers lowered the wall and you stepped inside, you now have to deal with firing and powering up these strange electrical engines. So you guys are in this strange, massive room with thick wires that are as thick as Defibulous's bicep dangling down. You don't see anything sparking, but you hear this very, very low hum of electrical energy. What do you guys want to do?
2: Well, we have to uh, investigate the giant battery in the room, I guess you could say. So she's going to look at fibulas to see if it's broken and he needs to repair it, or if they can just walk up and zap it.
3: Well, let's see how this one works. I'll follow you. Did they say if there was any security in here we needed to be mindful of?
2: They said there was turrets, but these little badgy things as she motions to whatever she attached to her chest that should protect us.
3: That does not look like it would stop a bullet.
2: I think it's kind of like, um, remember when you walked into the room and flashed that? Uh, I think they called it a badge or. Oh, a right. Thing? Right. I think it's like that.
3: The this will cautiously approach the engine.
2: Yeah, well, I will Kalila will be watching for turrets dropping out of the ceiling for him.
0: As you approach, you see computer panels that are barely lit up. You see a couple wires that look like they might be damaged, but upon a closer look, they are intact and well. It looks like this is more of a like the last piece of the puzzle because it's showing two other icons that have like a zero battery. Like it's got a battery icon with no bars on it. Hmm.
3: And we have wait, they gave us the stuff to jump this thing, right?
2: Uh, Kalila's gonna look around for that, uh, said it was by computer two or whatever and that there's a storage of them? She's gonna look around for that thing.
0: Uh, you don't see any label, uh, she said engine 2, but you don't see any labeling, but you do see, as you're looking around, written in large letters above, it says, main, main power, for the engine that you're at.
2: Well, this one says main power, we should have some, they said there was plenty of those sparky things around here, but she did give us two, two fire and three spark. So she'll hand the uh, vial of spark and the well, lack of a better term, gun to Defibius going, I don't show me how to use this thing.
3: Defibius will study it real quick to make sure he knows how to use it.
0: Knowledge engineering. 21. With a 21, you look at the gun and stare at it and you see, okay, well, clear that this connects to this and here's the trigger. It has a strange little prong thing at the end that you don't know what that does, but you probably don't want to point it at yourself if it acts like a gun. Then you see in the back where the cylinders will actually twist and lock in. And then you see a little twisty gauge. It says one, two, and three.
3: Mm, I think I pretty much have an idea how this works.
2: She'll let him figure it out.
3: Did she say where in the engine to zap it with this stuff or no? Nope. Tap is little ear thing. Uh, hello? Hey, yeah, what's up? You already need help? You guys
0: just walked in there.
3: Well, no one exactly told us where you want us to stab the thing and turn it back on with this jolty stuff.
0: Uh, it's gonna, that the gun's gonna act like if it was attached to you, so just point it at the system itself. Um, As long as you power them up in order, you shouldn't have any problems.
2: Is there a certain order that we need to do that? Like the main one first or like the other ones first?
0: So you're going to want engine one first. Then you're going to want engine two, and then you're going to power up the main.
2: See, that is backwards.
0: If you power up the main, it might do a feedback, and we may not be able to get any power.
3: So power them up in order, and then turn on the main. Gotcha. Yes.
2: Kalila's muttering under her breath, you say these things like it's natural to us.
3: Alright, this big thing I'm guessing is the main engine?
2: Yes, it says that up there as she points to where it says main engine.
3: He'll crane his head back. Oh, yeah, it does. How about that? Why would you put something up so high that people have to crane their head to see?
2: Maybe they're taller than us? I don't know.
3: The elf was slightly taller. Alright, let's go find the other engines so we can figure out the uh, the order and fix this.
2: We have a doorway to, well, what will be for Kalila? it's the southwest to the right, or the things directly in front of us. There's two hallways, which is to the southeast. Southwest. She looks back at Faye. Faye shrugs and says, I mean, we could also divide and conquer. You want to take Hugan and Mugen with you? I mean... Dividing and conquering is how we get ourselves into trouble. Especially with technology. Not that I'm prone to play with any of it, but I can make some observations to report back what I see. And I don't anticipate running into anybody or anything that would give me any the trouble. They did say the only thing that should be a bother in here is turrets and they don't expect any of the addicted up here, so... it's safe?
3: They also didn't expect Psycho to be able to get around half the places he was and do what he did, but he did.
2: Uh, Psycho is a nice shiny skeleton without a skull now, so...
3: Yeah, but that still doesn't disprove my point that these guys don't seem to have a full clue on what's going on around here half time.
2: And they don't tend to tell us everything unless it's need to know, so maybe there's something they don't think we need to know in here. That, and you know, prevent us from making things explode. Because the last time, especially when Clyde separated from us, we blew up a building. I would like to be very, very far away from the explosions, yes. So, making should sure come with us, make sure we don't blow things up. Y'all are so bad for my mental health. Alright, let's go. Lila's just gonna have a big old toothy grin on her cat face as she heads towards the southwest door.
0: As you head towards the southwest door, the door is closed, and it says, Engine 2, low power, unable to open door, on text on a small screen
3: to the left of it.
2: Um, I found Engine 2.
3: All right, we need to go find
2: one. I guess it's in the other doorway. To the other side. Zooming across the map.
0: (laughs) As you guys are walking around, every now and then you'd hear the sound of a camera moving and watching you which you would expect seeing that the scientists are watching you this door as you approach opens up and you can feel a cold chill run down your bodies as the room hallway is filled with this misty almost snow-like air you can see your breath and you can see a couple of the cameras lenses have frozen over
3: hey scientist lady yes um, is this always supposed to be snowy in it? Uh, if the environmental
0: controls went haywire and it set the thermostat too low, yeah. It might be cold enough to create snow. I can't see that particular room on my cameras. All the cameras are shorted out. Yeah, they're covered in
3: ice. Okay, then. Alright. Well, uh... Try not to have too many snowball fights without you. No, you can have all the snowball fights you want. I hate the cold.
2: So bring you back some snowballs so you can throw it at the other scientists?
0: I might get fired for that.
2: What are they going to do? Send you home?
0: Yeah, true. I don't know if they would survive that long, but enjoy your snowball fights.
2: Lila is quietly making plans in the back of her mind to see if she can like use her claws to shave off some like things and make a snowball if she goes in there.
3: Like is this cold enough, this hallway cold enough to cause us problems going through, or just it's just that cold?
0: Have you ever walked outside in zero degree weather? Yes. That's what you're walking into. Like the ground there's literally a a thin layer of ice and snow that is crunching as you are walking.
2: Hey, why don't we try one of the fire ones and melt this?
3: Mm, I mean, we could. I was just gonna go sliding down the hallway.
2: Kalila's going to raise her foot paw and show off that there's nothing. She doesn't have shoes.
3: You can ride on Faye's back? <laughs> what like, am I, a pack <laughs> Well, I mean, you're the second tallest person here And it would be really weird for a taller person to be riding on my back That's just silly
2: Too bad we don't have Clyde in his shield Do we have any shields in the, uh In the bag of holding?
3: No, we don't We left, you them, sure? back. We left them back at the, uh The home base Ugh. Clyde was really weird with his shields He didn't like letting us play with them
2: We would have been perfect We could have gone sledding
3: Yeah all right, let's go.
2: Say kind of shrugs and pops airwalk. Is it on the walls too?
0: There's a uh, ice on the wall, but it's more of a thin layer.
3: How slick is this? Uh, is the ground by by the way anyway?
0: It's like watching like walking on compressed ice and sleet, so it crunches under your feet. It's a little slick, but as long as you're not running, you won't slide.
2: Is it so cold that? I'm going to take damage walking on it, or is it just going to be cold on my paws?
0: It's going to be very cold on your paws. It's like touching, it's like walking on snow in zero degree weather. It will be painful, but not cause harm.
3: Oh, Kalilah.
2: Hmm.
3: You have some furs, don't you?
2: Yeah, I was just about to go digging for my furs and wrap my feet in some furs.
3: We just need to make you, like, some functional cat-style boots.
2: Yeah, but then I won't be able to climb as effectively. These claws have a purpose.
3: What about getting a pair of cat boots to wear?
2: Yeah, we'll have to look into it when we return back to, you know, the normal land.
3: You know, find you a (laughs) giant predatory cat creature that wants to eat us. We'll blast it, get its feet, and you can wear its feet.
2: She's just going to wrap her paws in some leather and then go skidding across the ice.
0: As you make your way further down, Every now and then you'll hear a camera try to turn and you hear the ice cracking underneath it before it gives up. At the end of the hallway, you see a clear blue ice wall that is
3: blocking your path. They have a big thing with ice in the hallways here.
2: I mean, it is an effective way to stop anything from coming down the hallway. Yeah, shoot them up. Try out the new gun thingy.
3: Yeah, Defibulous will load a fire cartridge into it. As it locks in place,
0: you can feel the warmth radiate from the cylinder. What setting would you like to use?
2: What are the options?
0: One, two, and three. Same as what you can do when you're addicted to it, when you've injected it.
3: Mm, what do you guys think, a two?
2: One is what, like a lighting a candle or something? Yep. Two is project warm pause, and then three is, like, fireball?
3: Pretty much.
2: Yeah, I'd say a two.
3: Defibulous will try a two.
0: Defibulous, roll me some percentiles, please.
3: 99.
2: Dang.
0: As you are flipping through to the two, it feels like it skips and locks onto three, but you're able to roll back, and you can feel the little locking mechanism roll back onto the two position. You hear a couple of bubbles as two-thirds of the cylinder empties into the gun. The gun begins to get very warm very quick. Are you pulling the trigger, pointing it at the ice? Uh, yes. As you do, there's this brilliant ray of red light, and it begins to melt away the ice in a perfect circle at first. Then it spreads out, and eventually fully melts the wall. Then the fire sprinklers that have been frozen, that created the wall, begin to spray, dousing you guys in ice cold water. But the ambient temperature of this hallway begins to increase in temperature pretty rapidly. Instead of being at zero degrees, it feels like it is more at like 35 to 40 degrees.
3: Heat wave.
0: you also see another ice wall that glimmers just past this one
3: well now we're soaking wet we're cold and we melted a ball of ice I call that
2: progress was just gonna have a low grumble about being wet going well at least we can get through the door way progress I'm gonna give you a dictionary for your. The next holiday i swear
3: it is progress we could still be stuck on the other side of the wall we have made progress
2: it's true the little things in life right now
3: like blowing up a bill bu- blowing up that building we stopped them skeletons we made progress
2: well for a little while they did get back up there is such a thing as two steps forward and one step backwards
3: we did five steps forward on that one there was a ginormous crater bits of the flaming building went everywhere. I think there was a couple of flaming
2: skeletons. It was progress. Five steps forward. It honestly convinced me that explosions were fun, despite how loud they are.
3: So what's in this, uh, little, like, this black wall-y thing that's next to the fibulous That is I'll... a
0: wall that has been welded shut by enforcers. You've gotten to the point where you're recognizing their technique.
2: But both ice walls are melted?
0: Only one is melted.
2: Shall we try the last... Third of the cylinder and see if it'll melt this wall?
3: Yeah, let's give it a try.
2: It should at least make enough of a hole for us to get through. Alright, well, Kalila will stand back and let Defibulus take another whack at it.
0: As Defibulus is futzing with the gun, Kalila and Faye, you hear the sound of fists on heavy glass. And as you slowly turn, you can see the elevator behind you is there. And there are addicted that are stuck inside that look like they have been stuck inside for a while. And they are hammering at the glass, trying to break it to get to you. The glass isn't cracked or damaged in any way, but you can still hear their groans and hisses as they are constantly hitting
3: the glass.
2: Well, that's unnerving. Hey,
3: scientist lady. Mm Mm-hmm. You know you have uh, one of those tube imagers with a bunch of angry people in it pounding on it?
0: Yeah, we sealed up that elevator when we realized Psycho was using it to come up and down.
3: Um, you know there's a bunch of them still in the elevator right now, very angry. Very hissy, too.
0: They can't get out. That thing is rated for a small explosion. <laughs> Bet you I can blow it up.
3: I wouldn't suggest that. The Fibulous' job in the future, testing out blast ratings on things.
2: That would be his ideal job, for sure. But Kalila's going to keep an eye on the tube, even though they're saying they can't get out while Defibulus melts the wall.
0: Defibulus, as you pull the trigger, it warms up in your hand, and it just flicks a little flame up, just big enough to light a candle or light a cigarette. It lasts for a couple of minutes before it just kind of fizzles out.
3: He'll uh, eject the empty cartridge now and put a new flame cartridge in.
0: Same thing happens, as you lock it in place it, you hear the as it loads up. What setting would you like to do?
3: Uh, we'll do a two again, and make sure it stays on two.
0: You've fucked with it a couple of seconds, and I need you to roll percentiles. 51. You mess with it a little bit. You feel it click past the two into the three, and then you roll it back and lock it back onto the two. As you pull the trigger, it happens again. This perfect circle of heat radiates out, melting a perfect circle in the middle, and then after a moment or two, the wall melts around it, and the sprinkler system triggers, and you are now more wet.
3: Well, just look at this guy's, Why, this guy's, we don't have to take a shower later.
2: Yeah, at least you got a point there.
3: I have many points.
2: And most of them go boom.
3: No, most of my logic you say is pretty sound.
2: I meant at the points of your gun, they go boom, Oh,
3: the bullets you mean, right. Yeah. They go blam, not boom. If they go boom, I have a big problem.
2: All right, blam.
3: Although, remember
2: the technical terminology.
3: Exploding bullets would be kind of fun to shoot at people.
2: How would you get it out of the gun without it exploding?
3: Well, I don't know, but I'm sure it can be, I'll have to ask the people here. I'm sure they have exploding bullets.
2: Didn't the turrets that we had had exploding bullets?
3: Yep.
0: In this room, you see one of the engines, and it is completely off. It is black. This room is lit up in a iridescent blue light, giving it this purple look. Uh, For us, it would be UV light. Looking around, everything's got this strange, otherworldly glow, and you can see plants growing. You see what Faye would recognize as wheat and barley and corn. You see beets, possibly potatoes. It looks like this is a a greenhouse of some sort, but these strange lights seem to be giving the plants the nutrition that they need from the sun. It looks like it had been forgotten for a while, but it looks like the, the strange arms that roll around on these strange tracks have been tending to the plants and continuing to grow and build out bigger and larger beds for them. Defibulus, the engine in front of you has a single area where there is a handprint that is placed on a black pad
3: and it is dull lit. Well, I'm impressed they can grow a garden in here.
2: You know, same here. PC
3: technology isn't all bad, it grows food.
2: She's actually going to look around trying to figure out how the food is growing this far under the water.
0: You don't see anything different with the plants. You're guessing that it has something to do with the lights. That and this room is uncomfortably warm, kind of like Florida after a rainstorm warm. It is this sticky, humid, muggy, but the plants seem to be growing and thriving in it.
2: Greenhouse weather. Mm Mm-hmm. She's still investigating it while Defibulus and Faye are figuring out the engine thing, waiting for them to go, hey, Kalila, come help with Blank.
0: All right, so Fibulus roll a knowledge engineering. Faye, just go ahead and roll a, an intelligence check if you're going to help him.
3: 32.
2: dirty 20.
0: Between the two of you, you realize that you can actually pry open one of these panels that has some what we would know as an outlet, but we you're able to pry it open and Faye is able to use her knives to cut some wires and expose them. And between the two of you, you're able to get a point where you can focus all the electrical energy into the engine itself. Kalila, as you are looking around, you catch something out of the corner of your eye. It's small, it's an orb about the size of your fist that retracted into the roof when you turn to look at it.
2: Well, it has her cat-like attention, so she'll walk over there investigating where it went.
0: Perception check.
2: Hold on, Mathing. 32.
0: With a 32, you kind of stare at where it went up, and you start to see a little track that runs the full gambit of this room. As you turn your back, you hear what sounds like something sliding out, and as you turn, this orb the size of your fist that looks like the only way I can think of it is to explain it is it looks like an eyeball. It has a slightly purplish color around a black camera lens and it blinks as it cocks its side cocks looking at you to the side.
2: Blink back and tilt her head, stare at it.
0: It moves on the track a little bit and then acts like it's doing something and then it keeps looking back at you. Defibulus, what would you like to do now that you have the panel open
3: and ready? Hey, Kalaya, we're about to start this thing up. Are you in a good spot?
2: Yeah, I'm over by the plant, staring at an eyeball. Do you need me?
3: You're staring at a what?
2: Uh, An orb that looks like an eyeball?
3: fibulus is now curious, and we'll go take a look at what she's talking about.
0: As you walk over, you can see it, too. It's, It looks like it is going through the corn and it stops and then it looks over and then it like kind of like it's trying to look at you without making it look like it's looking at you but it's only got one eye so it can't be obvious it has to be obvious about it and it keeps cutting through different plants like the high growth plants to try to hide itself from you
3: Tefibulus is going to wave at it
0: it stops and cocks its eye to the side and then raises up raises down and then just continues to quote unquote work
3: Hi, how you doing? It doesn't respond. Rude. Is it a threat, you think? Or is it just weird?
2: I think it's taking care of the plants. I don't think it's a threat. I just was looking around and saw it. Well, it
3: seems to be kind of curious about us.
2: As much as I'm curious about it. But we probably shouldn't get sidetracked. We can always ask the scientists about it later.
3: All right. I was just making sure you're in a safe spot. So when I put power in this thing, if it explodes, it doesn't, like, blow everyone
2: up. I'm as safe as you are. (laughs) Maybe. Right. You are not inspiring confidence.
3: I'm completely confident that something will happen.
2: Also, he hasn't died yet, and the only time that he ever goofed up is when he cut the purple wire with the turret back with the rats. Otherwise, he's never exploded himself. That's very true. He has a pretty good track record.
3: Now, blowing other people up, I am on the ball on that.
2: Exactly. All right, let's get this done.
3: The Fibulous will go over to the point that they had set up and take out the partial little fire one and put in a lightning one.
0: All right. As you twist the chamber and you start to pull out the fire one, it explodes in your hand and you take eight points of damage.
3: Ow! Ow. Rude!
2: Why?
3: Scientist lady! Yeah? Your gun is rude. It's a gun. It doesn't have
0: emotions. It can't be rude. It doesn't even have AI. It blew up in my hand. Did you fully use the chemicals? No. Well, what do you think would happen if you use something that's under high pressure? You didn't specify this to us. You look like you knew how to handle it. You carry a freaking gun.
3: Yes, I do carry a gun, but my gun does not blow up in my hand when I take a bullet out of it. Okay, fair.
0: Yeah, you want to make sure you fully use whatever's in the chemical chamber. That way
3: it doesn't overpressurize and explode. Ah. Looking at his slightly charred little, charred little hand. Good to know. I'll re- uh, remember that next time I try to blow my hand off.
2: Yeah. This is why warning labels were created.
3: I mean, if you
0: want, you can just inject yourself and take the risk of getting addiction. Nah, I'm good.
3: Yeah. I don't think we need a a chem addicted defibulus running
2: around. Not a great idea. Faye reaches over and casts uh, Cure Light Wounds.
0: Alright. So, hooking up the uh, electric one? Yep. As you click it in, there's a a hum as it powers up, and it begins to spark at the tip in regular intervals. What setting would you like to set it to?
3: It's okay. I know we explained this a while ago with the settings. Like, one was enough to, like, charge a small appliance, wasn't it?
0: Yes, it's enough to charge a a battery or to short out a single panel. Two would be to override doors and open them. Three is to be able to charge uh, something large.
3: Fabulous will set it to three.
0: Okay. As you roll it into three position, you hear a lock. And you see that in the center, it extends a small metal rod. So it looks like you would be able to actually hook it onto something to charge it, so you're not just firing electricity willy-nilly.
3: He'll hook it up so he doesn't go obliterating someone or something.
0: Okay. As you pull the trigger, you watch the the glowing liquid just bubble away, and you see electricity just course through the wires, and you start to see… The lights start to brighten up. And then you hear over the system Greenhouse engine at full power. Unlocking access to research lab two. Forwarding half
3: power to main engine. Hooray! We got. Well, apparently, this is a greenhouse. I'll be. Doesn't look very green.
2: At least we got it on. And we didn't have to inject ourselves.
3: Where's research area two, though?
2: That's the other door, I think, where it says uh, engine two. I'm gonna guess it's there. It's the only other door. Sounds good.
3: Good as bad as I need to look.
2: And maybe now that we have this power on, that door will be powered.
3: Is that, or I have to whip out the crowbar and try to pry the door open?
2: Crowbar, it is.
3: Crowbar fixes everything. Now I see why my uncle liked this crowbar so much.
2: I mean, I wonder if we could, um, use jolt to jump it.
3: And again, you know what, guys? I don't know why my grand- my uncle would have parted with his crowbar. He liked his crowbar.
2: Yeah, that's a good question, but to answer the whole using the jolt to jump it, uh, I thought, didn't- don't we need the whole canister to start these engines? If we use a portion of it, it might not work, and we only have three unless we can find Miss Kalilah then suddenly looks around this room to see if she can find more spark or whatever, jolt, whatever it's called.
0: You see bins that are filled with healing serums and water serums and a couple that have some fire serums, but nothing that says jolt.
2: Healing, fire, nothing's in here.
3: Eh, well, maybe there'll be some in the other room. Let's go.
2: Yeah, we'll look in there.
0: As you guys approach the door for Engine Room 2, it is pried open just enough that, DeFibulus, you're right. You will need to use the crowbar to open it. It looks like it had slipped off the track at some point. Defibulous, as you look at this door, you notice that there are heavy fist prints across it. The bl- it's, they're bloody and dry, and they look like they have been there for a long, long time. Looks like whoever, or whatever, was trying to get in here was only successful enough to knock it off the track.
3: But only just enough. Guys? Hmm? Something really big was punching this door a while ago.
2: From the inside or our side?
3: I would say our side, because it looks like it hit the door with enough force it knocked it off the track.
2: Well, it could have been... They did say the enforcers were in here at some point. Maybe it punched it?
3: But I thought the enforcers used big, heavy metal hand thingies. This has got dried blood all over it.
2: Well, I was just gonna take out her bow. Well, there's nothing in this room or the other room, and if you said it was punching it from our side, how could it be on the other side? Or do you think it punched it open and then closed the door?
3: Hey, science lady. Mm-hmm. What's really big and punches doors with giant hands and leaves bloody knuckle prints?
0: Uh, Um, well compared to you anything is giant but uh we did have a thing where infected got in that room but we cleared them all out i think one of them may have tried to get that door open but we saw the door slam on the the uh, addicted's hand
2: well when they are all hyped up i guess that's what the emma called it on that stuff they do we've seen them do some crazy things
3: True. Like get harpooned and get back up. Did everyone wonders why I shot that guy a second time?
2: Uh huh. I didn't wonder. I understood why you you shot him a second time. So maybe it's just from before. I would expect to be shot a second time.
3: All right, Defibius will get his little his 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 favorite crowbar in position and see about prying this door.
0: All right, roll your strength.
2: Um, Faye will help.
0: All right, roll your strength.
2: Kalila's still paranoid, so she's watching with a bow. Okay. She's learned not to trust these scientists. Uh, it's an 18 for a straight-up strength.
3: Okay. And Defibulous? Uh, one second, I'm looking at the crowbar's properties because it oh, gives a bonus. Yep. 19
2: total. Wow, that's a good roll for him.
0: Yeah. Between the two of you, you are able to pull the thing back onto its tracks. You hear the gears lock into place as it slowly rolls open. On the other side, you see dried blood, and you see the severed remains of a skeletal hand. Looks like it was able to get just about to the elbow in before the door slowly, but inevitably, crushed its arm.
2: Oh! Little pinch. Glad that was a while ago.
0: Inside this room, as you look around, there are all sorts of experiments going on. Things you can hear the things bubbling, and you see chemicals being filled with that. You see chemical compounds for things like spark, and health, and the healing, and the water chemicals that they're using to make the cylinders that you're using. The engine here is at a low hum, and you see where you could literally hook the gun in to give it a nice, quick jolt. As things continue to bubble, one of the strange eye things appears out of the roof, and it looks down at you, and it stares at you quizzically.
2: The
3: females wave at it.
2: Kaladla's gonna wave. Sweep <laughs> so both way.
0: It continues to watch, and it cocks its head to the other side. And as much as a eye can mock—not mock,
3: but follow—it
0: tries to wave back, but it looks like it is shaking its head no.
2: Is that a hi
3: or a no?
0: It shakes its head yes.
2: Blink if you shook.
0: It blinks.
2: Yeah, it was a wave. Oh, hi.
0: It shakes its head again.
3: So is this where they make all the weird drug stuff?
2: It looks like it.
3: It shakes its head yes. The it is going to kind of walk around, kind of peer into these rooms down the hall.
2: Yeah, she's curious too.
0: You see those big glass walls that the administrator had pulled down, covered in strange mathematics and percentages, and you see different vials of different colors, and then you start to notice that some of these vials have a strange black line of ichor that runs down the center that constantly bubbles. You see indications on on the equipment that it's tainted, but it is still being produced, and that it needs overrides to be inserted to discontinue use.
3: Hey, science lady. Yeah. If we turn this engine on, in where you make all your weird injectable stuffs, want to spread this weird black goo stuff all over the rest of it and pump it out everywhere?
0: No, it'll be. It gives us the ability to shut it down. Oh. Right now we don't have access to any of the computers in there, so we're rid- we're running off of. Thumb drives and hard drives, trying to figure out what's going on.
3: I'll ask what a thumb drive is, because my dev- my mind just came up with a really weird idea.
0: It's a little piece of computer that holds information. It's about the size of a thumb.
3: Okay, that makes sense.
2: Kalila's just muttering to herself that words don't make sense. Self suddenly chummer means friend, and thumb drive is information... <laughs>
3: Fibulus will kind of, imagining a thumb drive in his head, go look for the connection port.
0: You find it, and it actually says, to restart, please insert electrical current.
3: All right. Current em- the current one is empty, right? Yes. All right. Defibulus will pop the old one out and put a new one in.
0: It pops out without a problem, and the new one locks in place without a problem.
3: See, that would have been so easy if they just would have said that in the first place.
0: Giving it the juice? Yep. With a quick bolt of electricity, the system comes to life, and it says, Diverting half power to main core. Then you hear from the other room, Core needs jumpstart to
2: activate all systems.
3: Right, and we are now out of electrical one, right? You should have one more left. Okay.
2: Yeah, we had two fire and three electricals. Uh, Okay. All right, you guys ready to go uh, start the next one? I like how easy these are going along unlike the last two times Something bad happened,
3: it's your fault now
2: Yeah, I realized that after I said it At least the company is better Faith gestures at the little eyeballs out of the ceiling I do enjoy the floating eyeballs Well, I guess they're not floating Yeah, it's on
0: like like a machine arm
2: Definitely better company than the addicted At least it's not calling me little birdie
0: to Fibulus at the main engine, you see that it's got power and it is needing more or less a jump start to connect everything.
3: A full, like, a jump start from, like, a level two, or are we still talking, like, level three? Level
0: three.
3: Okay. Uh, does it have a hookup port like the others, or?
0: Nope. It is now producing a strange wave that, as you get close to it, it makes the hair on your arms and legs stand up. So it looks like you're going to have to shoot this from a
3: range.
2: Lila's <laughs> having fun sticking her hand in and watching her fur fluff up and pull it back and fluff up and pull it back and fluff up.
3: If he stands outside of the field, will it have a range to hit it? Yes. Alright, he will stand outside of the range of the field and then tell everyone to pull stop sticking appendages in the field when he jumps us.
2: Stop.
0: With a quick bolt of electricity, the system powers to life, and you hear over the intercoms.
2: The Miranda is at full power.
0: Connecting to Matrix. Intermatrix connectivity connected. Connecting to Miranda AI. AI. Error. Error. AI not found. Running backup. Backup connected. There is a garbled sound as you hear...
1: Project Freya, now online. Hooray?
2: Kalilah's gonna look over at the Fibulous and Faye going, why did the scientists need us to do this? This was remarkably simple.
3: Easy. If something goes wrong, we were expendable.
2: I can't say that I like that.
0: You hear in the intercom? Yeah, that's literally why the administrator hasn't sent anyone, because all the scientists have quote-unquote important work.
2: Why couldn't you send one of your enforcers, then, to do this?
0: They're not smart enough. They follow orders and can protect. That's about it. If there was any...
2: They know how to weld doors. Yeah,
0: but that's just running a hot piece of steel down a hot piece of steel. I mean, that's not brain surgery. They didn't know if there was anything that needed to be repaired, like actual like wires or anything like that. Oh. But the ice wall is down. You guys should be able to get back to the the main hub. We'll be waiting for you.
2: Kalilah is still very confused, but does not like the idea of expendable, but is like mm-hmm. uh, debating to herself about it.
0: As you walk into the main room, the scientists are all clicking away faster as you see more systems are back online. The administrator walks up and she's like, "Ah, very, very good. Uh, you you connected everything and without killing yourselves. That's not much good. Any problems?
3: No. No, just a slight lack of information on what something, but nothing minor.
0: Ah, well, I have one more thing for you to do. There is a uh, a stairwell." that is well hidden is you will be taking it down and you will be going all the way down to the core and uh, she produces a thing that is green uh, it's about the size of Defibulus's torso it has got all sorts of like spiky metal bits and black triangles and stuff like that and she goes you will be going into the main core and you will be uh, switching this one out for the one that is in there the one that is in there is black and damaged. Go ahead and pull that out, pull like this back in, and then radio, and we will get all the codes all hooked up and we will get everything back up and running. Sounds good?
2: What kind of danger are we expecting down there? Because the farther down you go, the more hostile it is compared to up here.
0: Ah, well, we, uh, we will have enforcers and uh, scouts down there to protect you.
2: So dangerous.
0: Oh, just a few hundred are uh, addicted, but they are—they will be outside the wall. They will not be able to get in. Door will stay closed.
2: Kalila's trying to keep a straight face. There's there's a slight ear twitch. Faye is employing some deep breathing techniques. So,
3: is there any information that we should need? We need to know that you're not telling us.
0: Hmm. Zat, don't you want to die? Don't die. Uh, use last hope. If uh, you fail facility may not survive much longer. But uh ja it's be easy. You've fixed many things already. You'll be fine. You are smart for uh Gnome.
2: I'm pressure then. Alright, let's go. Kalila still has a very irritated ear twitch.
0: As a enforcer and scout steps up next to you and start to walk you down this hidden stairwell to the lower levels, we will end this episode here.
1: Well, well, well. It seems as if the adventurers have finally reached the last step. One last mission. One last favor until they are released from this underwater strange facility. They have jumped through all the hoops, they have ran the gauntlet, and they have done all that is asked of them. But there is still one last thing to do. Head into the depths of Hades and face down hundreds of the addicted. How will they survive? What help will happen once they are down there? Is this a trap? Well, I know, my book knows, and you will find out the next time we speak. For you see, the moon is high, and it is time for us to say farewell. As always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your Every. roll.
0: We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email, whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.